Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Friday, and uh, and it's summer in Canada. I know in some of my listeners are in the winter, and uh, hey, congrats being in the winter. Um, I love winter as well, but uh, right now, summer is where I'm at, and for those of you that are first-time listeners, Welcome. So, what is Infinite Energies with Lisa? Well, I love to talk about the energy of spaces, and that's not just spaces that you live in, but it's spaces that you work and play in, and how can they all contribute to the life that you've desired? And this is something that I have been aware of as long as I can remember. I was a kid that uh, would walk into a space and I could perceive the energy of what was going on in people's lives. It was sort of like an x-ray, an MRI, whatever you want to talk about um, and however you want to sort of sort of put it into um, context is that I can actually walk into a space and I can tell what's going on with the business, what's going on with people's lives, what's going on with them personally, and uh, it's pretty cool. And it took me, I don't know how long it took me to sort of figure out what it was that, that I could see that nobody else could, and I just assumed everybody else could see the world the same way that I was. I was seeing things in the world. Um, so... How did I turn that into a business? Well, I did everything from studying design and and uh, working with people on their renovations, everything from new builds to renos to uh, studying feng shui in New York over a two-year period. So I sort of married a lot of modalities together, and what came out of it was really, I, I would say, the Lisa brand of space whispering. And so what is space whispering? Space whispering is me having this capacity to, through your spaces, and I don't have to physically be actually in the space, I can actually connect with you through Skype or Zoom or even through an email, I can actually tap into the energy of the space and start to unravel what things can be shifted and changed for you that would create greater and I work with clients all over the world. And the less I, it's almost like the less I know, the more that sort of gets unraveled. And um, it's pretty cool. And I actually facilitate a class called Creating Conscious Spaces. Currently, it's a two-day class, uh, potentially going to three and or having what I call an advanced class for those that have taken this class with me before. So today, the show is all about collecting and hoarding. So what is that for you? Are, at what point are you willing to have what I call the uh, airplane view, helicopter view, overlooking everything in your life and actually looking down 
at your spaces and seeing all the things that you've collected or held on to and you have a point of view that if you lose them, your life is going to fall apart. And I was having actually um, a chat with one of my neighbors last night and uh, we were just talking about, you know, the things that you really grab prior to a natural disaster, whether it's a fire, uh, whether it's a flood, a tornado or hurricane, whatever's going on. And you're told, okay, you've got one hour to pack up everything you require. Just consider your house completely gone. And the, the number of people that have actually gone through a natural disaster and have lost what they consider to be everything, all their worldly possessions, is the one thing they wish they had held on to was their uh, photographs and then um, a few special trinkets and then everything with regard to, well, maybe a computer and then some some key pieces of clothing. But otherwise, everything else is just stuff. So how many of you are holding on to your stuff, your family member's stuff, your neighbor's stuff, and storing it and having it hold up an energetic footprint within your space? And the interesting thing is we hold on to stuff Everything does have an energetic footprint. So if you have uh, been previously married and you have a whole bunch of stuff from your first relationship or or were in a long-term relationship and you've held on to things, are you aware that you're also holding on to the energy of what that represented to you during that time? So it's almost like carrying the history of everything with you. So you, how many of you pack up all your stuff and take it from one place to another? And I've heard so many people say, well, at least I'm looking for a fresh start. I'm, I'm looking to move, whether it's countries, cities, provinces, states, uh, and, and they're packing up. And I'm always amazed at the stuff that they either store to come back to and or pack and take with and I'm I have a conversation because there's this energy of if I if I lose this I'm losing my identity and so what I would like to say to you is if you looked at all your stuff and you identified with your stuff as opposed to actually looking at the person in the mirror every day and saying so who are you and what is it that you actually desire in your life? What do you represent? What is that? And all the other things that you look at on a day-to-day basis, do they actually, are they aligned with who you be today? And it's, it's quite interesting because I, when I travel and then I return to my home, I walk in and I'm always going, huh, so is this something that actually is in alignment with who I am today or is this something that I'm holding on to that in some way is like a touchstone to my past? So how many of you have almost what I call tentacles or touchstones to past possessions, past memories, and past collections 
that you're holding on to that somehow have you creating the life that you're choosing going forward with all this heaviness. So when I think about, uh, and I've talked about this in the past, that if you think about a turtle, they carry their house, their shell with them. They don't have room to carry all the other stuff. So would you be willing to just really walk in? And and even if you went for a long-term trip, you traveled for a month or two months, and you packed up all the things that you require for that time frame, are you aware of all the things that you actually have wherever you live, whether it's a house, a condo, a townhome, a trailer, a camper, uh, whatever that is, an apartment, and all the things that if you go away for three months, six months, a year, that you're paying or maintaining somebody to come in and dust and clean and fix and how much of that stuff is actually things that are going to contribute to your life going forward. So I know of I know of people that have have actually oh okay we have a couple of people as I'm chatting away sometimes I, I look away from my screen and it's it's interesting I have oh hello Clarissa would you like to come on <laughs> if you would I would love to chat with you um, I see that she has a second floor of a place that she rents that's empty and doesn't use at all cool and would like to get clarity and facilitation on what I can choose to change that okay awesome so yeah it's interesting when people look at hoarding and collecting there is the other end of the spectrum where you are completely walk you you have this space and it's almost the fear of filling it up so everywhere that you're fearful of filling up your spaces with something that might be in alignment with what you're desiring in your life going forward, would you like to just let that all go? And when I when I say that, let it go, it's sort of like a, um, uh, it, it's just a way of releasing the energy behind whatever it is. So people can hold on to space as well. And when I talk about space, it could be like a huge, massive um space where it's almost a commercial space and and you have rooms that you don't utilize you don't use and and I'm not saying that you have to fill it up but what if you started to warm it up so i imagine like a hot tub or a hot warm bath or a cozy fireplace or something the energy of that. I'm not saying those are the things you put in the space, but have the energy of what it is that creates that warmth, that sense of welcome into the space. And and it depends on, I would say, you ha- okay, you haven't created the money. So everywhere that you're looking at creating money as the reason and justification for not filling the space, wow. So how much of your life are you waiting for money to show up before your creations? Wow. Okay. So everywhere that you're holding on to the point of view that in order to create, you require money. And so therefore, you're not going forward in any of your creations in life because you're waiting for money to show up. Would you now be willing to let that all go? And I'm going to just say that 
Clarissa, you're saying yes to that. So, uh, wow. Okay. And, and I have a question, Clarissa. What is it that you desire? It would be great if you could call in because then we can actually have a conversation. Um, what is it that you desire to have in your life going forward? And one of the things, whenever I have a client that gets stuck on the money or lack of, when we go into the lack and panic around money, it's, 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 it's like, it's like a, what I call a ball and chain around our creations. And so it's like buying into everybody else's points of view. And in this reality, the point of view is you got to have the money in order to create. And in order to create, you've got to do this. And it's sort of like the egg before the chicken and the chicken before the egg. And I'm calling bullshit on that. If I waited for money to show up, I'd still be sitting with my, all my creations going around in my head going, oh, it'd be so cool to be able to create this, this, and this. And I know of so many cool entrepreneurs that have amazing, amazing things that they're just sitting on and they chat and they talk and 10 years later they're still chatting and talking about what they'd love to do when they grow up. Well, okay guys, everyone that out there that is waiting for, would you just be willing to jump and actually just go for it? And you know that I love that Nike swish symbol that says just go for it. I, I, I choose in my life going forward to, to literally step off the edge of that cliff and fly and know that somewhere or someone or something is going to just catch me and it's going to be magical and it's going to be amazing. And that creation is not, I don't have a determination about what it's going to look like. I just know that I'm, I'm doing it. And every time I've ever just leaped or jumped, that creation has come up into such a spectacular way for me. And any time that I've bought into other people's points of view about, oh, you require this. And, I, and family is great for that. Family and all those really close friends that say, it's because I love you, we're going to do it this way and we have to do it this way. And how many of them are running on the fear factor, the limitations, the structure, the way that this is business and this is how it's done and would you be willing to just say screw that and I'm creating business the way that I know so we all have that inner knowing would you be willing to just tap into the inner knowing and go hell yeah I'm doing this and if we looked at all these incredible entrepreneurs out there that have just said hell yeah I'm doing this wow we can create so much so with the space Clarissa you're, I, I, I don't know what part of the world you live in, and if you want to get that typed into the chat room, that would be amazing. Um, it's, it's the energy of asking how many freebie things are out there that can, that can go into that room. How many things are out there on Kijiji or Craigslist or wherever you are in the world? There's lots of things that people, they're having to leave, they're moving, they're, they're giving it away. And having a painting party, um, 
bringing in plants. It doesn't take much to warm up a space. And I'm not sure what you were, would love to do with that space or what you envision with that space. If it's a space for a yoga studio, if it's a space for an office, if it's a space for a meeting room, is it a dining room? Is it, is it a dance studio? I mean, there's, there's, when we have this, what I call this, um, masterpiece waiting to be it's a masterpiece that's waiting to be created so if you could just stand in the space and ask what does this space actually desire to be and start to be in communion with the space really connect with the energy of the space does it have big windows does it have windows at all what's the flooring what's what what are the walls like i know it's a rental but everywhere you're bought into you can't do anything creative with a rental uh you can you can use fabric you can use paint you can use carpets it's it's starting to layer it like if you imagine a nest so if you watch birds uh, when they're creating a nest, they start with the biggest pieces first, so the twigs, and then they fill it in. It's exactly like that. So if you imagine a little robin and it's springtime and she's going to create this nest, and the biggest pieces, somehow we buy into that the biggest pieces are going to be the most expensive. Well, I've watched my daughter with her space buying big pieces of sofas for for like a hundred dollars from different people i mean it's people are giving stuff away so would you be willing to just create this beautiful nest and whatever is going to go into the nest be conscious of everything ask before you bring it in if i bring you into the space are you going to contribute to the life that i've always desired and I know you guys hear me say that life you desired, um, designed, created. We create everything in our life, guys. It's not something that we can blame on others. So every time you go into blaming others for your BS, blaming others for your lack, blaming others for that, it's like, no, look in the mirror. It's all a choice. It's the time that you can actually go, okay, cool. Today, I've created a bit of what I call a poo pile. And so, okay, Lisa, so would you like to change that or do you want to just sit in your pile of poo and wallow in it and whine and whinge and complain? And, and every so often I go, you know what? I'm going to sit and whinge and whine and complain and roll around in my poo pile and I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. And I might reach out to a friend and go, okay, I'm sitting in my poo pile. Can I vent? Can I just, and they might be like, okay, cool. Um, awesome you've got 10 minutes go for it and so it's in that 10 minutes I have my my rant and then it's up up and over and it's like okay cool I've moved on and it's just choice uh, I've seen a girlfriend move her home her whole home in a few days and create a magical space hanging her artwork getting her space set up bringing in plants and boom it's done. So everywhere that you're creating things being challenging and difficult, well, it's going to show up as challenging and difficult for you. The moment we conclude that things are challenging and difficult, they're going to show up as challenging and difficult. And that's the magic of this universe. The ask and you shall receive 
is also whatever we project at it, whatever we've determined, whatever we've concluded is going to show up that way. So if you concluded it's going to be difficult, it's going to be challenged, the people that I'm working with are difficult and challenging and stonewalling and set in their ways, then they're going to show up that way. As opposed to going, huh, I wonder what it would take for this to turn out greater than I ever imagined. And this is the key, folks. When we ask the universe a question, and without coming to a conclusion, like saying, what would it take for this to turn out greater than I ever imagined, and with ease, I always like to add the word ease, because then things sort of unfold in a magical way, uh, then things just show up. And every time something shows up, no matter how small it may seem, just go, hey, how can it get any better than this? And when we keep saying that, it just keeps, it snowballs. It gets greater and greater and greater and greater. Okay, I have just been told by my producer it's a, it's a time for a quick break. And when we get back, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network You can send a question or comment to Lisa at infiniteenergies.ca Now back to the program Hello, hello, and welcome everyone, the first-timers. I welcome you to this radio show, and if anything, I can inspire you to create change through your spaces, and many times I've watched my um, clients do everything from pick up and move to a different country, to uh, decluttering, to 
oh, uh, creating relationships and ending relationships and improving their health and changing jobs or changing careers. There has been so much change that I've watched with people over the years. And always increasing their money flows, which is kind of magical. So don't don't attempt or try to do any of those things that I suggest through uh, the radio shows because, gosh, if you want to increase money flows, uh, that might actually be one of the side effects. <laughs> that was more, your morning wedgie, okay? Uh, love, love to create some jokes and, and laughter out there, and uh, I would say that laughter is the greatest form of change for anyone out there. So... We're talking uh, earlier with one of the listeners, Clarissa, and, and something that popped up, Clarissa, and if you're still there, I, I'd love to uh, share this with you, is you're renting a space, and I'm not sure if your space is open to uh, being a second bedroom, but it's another way you were talking about how uh, you didn't have the money to do something with that room and so what if that room is asking to be rented out to someone else for something or a roommate or something along that line so I'm just putting it out there it's uh, uh, there's so many magical ways of of renting out a space whether it's to an artist whether it's to um, and another individual coming and being a roomie. So we're never limited with our choices. We're only limited with our, limiting ourselves with our conclusions and decisions on why we are not choosing something going forward. And, uh, that was something that I, I have to say, and I, I'm willing to, come out of the closet on this one and say that I was a conclusionist. I had concluded a lot in my life. And uh, some some of us might be slow learners, but uh, the moment that I stopped concluding things in my life and started opening up to the possibility of something greater showing up, that's when magic stepped in. And I always believed in magic. As a little girl, I believed in magic, and I would say that today, even more so, and call it magic, call it infinite, call it whatever it is, and I guess that's one of the reasons my business is called Infinite Energies, is that I really believe in the inf infinite energy of everything that goes on in the universe, in, in my life, in my businesses, and yeah. So I am aware of all the places that I concluded and took on other people's stuff that actually was, I guess, the points of view of other people in my life. And my father ran an antique shop for over 30 years. And even before that, as kids, we started collecting. And we were encouraged to collect things. And every one of us, my brother collected beer bottles from around the world. And he put a shelf in his room. And every time someone went traveling, they'd bring him a beer bottle or a beer coaster. And so he started collecting. Uh, my Myself, I had 
collections of little houses and little bears and and then I got into collecting silver which I actually still love I love silver um I love the history I love I love the the glean of polishing silver there's something therapeutic or magical for me um that I I have an affinity to beautiful beautiful glittery things I guess in my spaces and my my sister and my other brother I actually I think my brother other brother collected books and my sister not really sure of what she collected then but I know that she loves to hold on to and collect things now uh and her and her husband have lived all over the all over the world so today I'm aware of the decluttering the value of creating space for me to breathe and really talking to everything and finding out what value is it and what value do I have of whatever it is that I've been holding on to. And truth is a really cool question. I always ask truth. If I hold on to you, will you create greater and will you actually create money for my life and my living going forward? Okay, cool. Uh, we have Clarissa who's ready to talk and ask a question as opposed to the chat room, which is way more fun. <laughs> Hi, Clarissa. Welcome to the radio show. And uh, you're speaking with myself. Oh, she's not on the line yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's she's going to call in. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we'll... Well, the drum rolls are waiting for Clarissa, who's going to be calling in in a minute. Okay. In the meantime, uh, on a side note, <laughs> da -da -da, uh, we are playing with the energy of things that you're holding on to. So, yeah, with my father in the antique business, it's really interesting. There were so many collections, and I was home uh, visiting my father and, and um, helping them move from a house into a condo and the amount of stuff that they collected over the years and the amount of stuff that they were wanting to gift myself, my sister and the rest of our family was really funny and it was like there's there was for me it, there was no charge it was like if it's if it's going to to create greater for my life, absolutely, I'd be thrilled to have whatever the item was. But otherwise, I was willing to just say, no, thank you. Um, I'm great and go for it. Sell it. Um, give it away, whatever that is for you. But there was no value for me to have any of the stuff that they currently were wanting to gift away. So... Uh, my question to all of you out there is what if what are you holding on to that is of greater value than you your business your creations so what are you holding on to and you it's an energetic hold that holds space so it doesn't even have to be an actual item it can be an energetic hold and so if we think about all the points of view, all the conclusions, all the reasons and justifications of why we are not choosing, for example, if Clarissa is not choosing to do anything in that room, what is she holding on to that isn't gifting her the space 
of creation for whatever it is that she desires in her life going forward. So it could be a point of view, it could be a conclusion, it could be someone else's points of view. And so another question to ask is how many how many people's people's if this is if this is correct English, how many other people's points of views are you holding in place that is that is also what I would say calling up almost like the utilizing the the real estate the energetic real estate of your creations so i look at everything almost as an investment in your life going forward and when we're talking about a home an apartment a condo a town home a commercial space a business space there's there's what we call real estate and so when we have, for, for let's give it an example, as a business, you have real estate and sometimes shop owners have the point of view that they've got to fill up all the spaces with stuff. And so what happens is when you are filling it up with stuff, when people walk in, it's like there's no flow, there's no story. It just looks like a very junky shop. It just looks busy and full. As opposed to the next door shop that you walk into and there's this space between the shirts that are hung up on the the display. So there's almost like almost an inch between the shirts and then you can breathe and you pick up the shirt and you look at it and you can see the details and you can really enjoy how each item is displayed and it has they've given each of these pieces that they put on display the room that it actually requires in order to be honored in order to be viewed in order to be adored loved and so it's it's everything it's it's sort of a manipulation with your eyes so if i walked into your space right now and i looked at what you have is it going to jump off and and smother me energetically or is it going to actually have this space of ah i can breathe and so when we hold on to all this stuff it has it almost talks to us. So, um, are you willing to hear the energy of what everything in your house is saying to you? And anything that doesn't allow you to just lower your barriers and actually really start to hear and see what it is you've created with all your stuff or what it's preventing you from creating, wow, Okay, cool. Just let it go. Without having a judgment, guys. This is this is a judgment-free zone. Okay, we have Hope who's on the line and I would love to hear what Hope has. Any questions that Hope has? Welcome, Hope. Hi, thank you so much. Hi. Um, <laughs> hey. Where where so are you I'm, calling from? I'm calling from Seattle. Actually, I think we met very briefly at the Seattle COP a couple of years ago. Um, oh, and I'm, well, thank you for calling in. So, what can we do for you today? What's your question? Yeah. So, I'm super grateful that you're that you have this show happening right now. Oh, um, I I have so much stuff, 
And I have a lot of judgment of it. I know that much. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and and also I have like I have a lot of trouble getting rid of things. And so I've moved like let's see my in 2015 my parents November 2015 my parents sold their house. So like I I all of my everything that I've ever had I pretty much had to get out of there. And it's been in boxes and it's now traveled with me through like four other moves and I haven't even gone through the boxes like I can't do it and then amidst that I have like so many clothes I have in my room right now where I'm sitting it's like piles of clothes everywhere and I'm I'm house sitting right now so I have like extra closet space and there's still not enough room for all the clothes I have and okay and yeah okay so so what is it that you're desiring currently going forward in your life so I would really love to have more space. And and what I find is that when I actually go to get rid of stuff, it's like I'll, I'll ask it, like, well, truth, will you make me money? Or does my body desire to wear you? And, I've, like, the space gets really muffled, if that makes sense. Um, like, all of a sudden, there's just, like, a lot of input or something, and I, I have trouble actually sensing into, like, it's going to sound weird, but like, is this actually something I want to keep? Is this actually something that's going to create more in my world? Is this something that my body even enjoys wearing anymore? Um, and and so, what I would love to create, I would love to have more space. Um, okay, okay. So let me let me. Are you are you willing to play here? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So everywhere that you have one foot in the past and one foot into the future creation that you're not even aware of that you're or you're not even actually it's not that you're not aware of it's that you're not choosing to be aware of would you now be willing to let it all go yes yes cool okay right wrong good bad pod poc all nine shorts boys and beyonds and for those of you that are wondering what the heck i just said it's called the access consciousness clearing statement Hope is part of, um, has taken a class at Access Consciousness. It's one of the modalities that both of us have have, uh, studied. And all it is, guys, for those of you that are going, oh, my God, Lisa's gone rogue on us and saying something really (laughs) weird and wacky. It's just, it's like a Control-Alt-Delete on your computer. And the coolest thing is, it's probably the fastest way that I've actually discovered in all the years that I've worked with clients, is it's a really quick way of letting go of all the, the old um, stuff that has held stuff into place. And so I'm, I'm going to do a shortened version going forward um, with Hope. And so Hope, see, the cool thing is, is that when we have one foot in one camp and one foot in the other, yeah, you don't know, you're, you really are in this space of, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's like mm. half your body's over in one way and other, another half is in another. And as soon as you acknowledge that you've been living that way for however long you've been living that way, it's like, oh my God. So truthfully, if we choose to live in our past and carry all that past experiences and everything, and I'm not saying you throw it out the door, but when you acknowledge that there's so much of your past that's ruling your life, it's this energy of, well, yeah, I mean, if you carry all these boxes and you look at the boxes and as an energetic weight around like the ball and chain on your body, there yeah. is this sense of no wonder there is this 
there isn't the sense of lightness and fun and creation and possibility. So, so what is the value of hanging on to the ball and chain? And everything that brings up for you, <laughs> would you be willing to let <laughs> that go? Yes. Yeah. And so how many old relationships do you have that are, are the ball and chain or old jobs or old friendships? that you haven't yet been willing to give up that are no longer contributing yeah. to what it is that you desire in your life. Yeah. So how many, lot, how many, yeah. yeah. And how many people have you promised or have an expectation that you will always be there for them at the expense of you? Wow. Yeah. Also a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so everything that that brings up, would you be willing to let them all go? And yeah. it's not, it doesn't have to be cruel. It doesn't have to be unkind. It's just, I, the, the more that I've been willing to let people go in my life, the more I have opened the doors to possibilities of actually meeting some pretty cool people that are unlike anyone or anything that I've ever met. And And so... It's sort of like, you know, when you go and you have in high school, they have what they call the cliques and everybody, there's the cool, there's the cool group, there's the sporty group, there's the, there's the, the kids that like to smoke drugs and then there's the geeks, right? And there's the, sort of, mm -hmm. we have these little cliques and, and I was the kid that floated between everyone because I just was like, I couldn't define myself by one specific <laughs> clique. So are you willing to, yeah, so are you willing to let go the cliques that are holding you back and all the people that have have said but 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 hope you promised you would be this or you you said that you would always do this for me or whatever that is and what happens is the pieces that we have in boxes that we haven't unpacked are almost like the energy of having a, an energy of being in a clique so do you get how many cliques, how many undefined or defined cliques that you're carrying with you for an undefined individual? You can't define you because you are a unique, beautiful, incredible individual. Do you, do you get that? That it's like, yeah. <laughs> there's this energy of like, oh my God. So when we can let the cliques go in our life, it's like, yeah. So every every box that you're holding on to, if I told you every box that you're holding on to is creating $10,000 less in your bank account every year. Oh, I would believe you. <laughs> yeah. So would you be willing to go, hell yeah, I'm letting it go. In fact, I'm getting opening every single box and going, okay, how much would you like to be sold for? Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so light you up, excite you. <laughs> well, excite and and her and I, that asking Boom. that question of things brings a lot up in my yeah. I'm like <laughs> so so I'm gonna challenge you with something. Yeah. Okay, so without having a point of view today, you tie tie your hair up, um, you know, put on your sweats, get your camera, grab a box, crank the tunes. Take things out of the box. Take so there, I have a rule. You take a photo, you touch something once. 
Don't go into the story. As soon as you go into the story, you're getting back, pulled back into the, the, the one foot in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay? So take a photo of it. Ask it what it would like to be sold for. And then put it to the side with a, with a number on it. And don't go back to it. Be willing. If it says $5 and you bought it for 500 think of all the places you've moved it around. Right. Don't get caught up in the number. So everywhere you're you're getting caught up in the number, let that go. And and mm. move it on. <laughs> and yeah. I would say by the end of two days, you will be absolutely amazed. And it's the same with clothing. How many women out there are looking for clothing that would contribute to their, they're either a single mom, an abused mom, a mom that's first time entering the workforce, a teenage pregnant mom. I mean, think about all the people out there in the universe that are, that are, if you have so many clothes without judgment saying, okay, truth, is this going to serve me going forward in my life? Or is there someone else? And it's the energy of, is it, if it goes to someone else, that's awesome. I've done that with my clothes every year. I go, okay, cool. Sometimes we buy clothing for someone else, and it might not yet be for that person the day that we bought it, but it could be for that person that yet hasn't come into our life and we haven't yet met. So would you be willing to acknowledge that the clothing that you actually have in your closet might be for, you bought it for someone else? And yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so if if you hope, I would love to hear how things go. And if are we are we friends on Facebook? I think if not, I'll come find you for sure. Yeah, find, I, find one, me. One more. I would really love to hear how this goes for you. I really would. Yeah. What <laughs> one more question? A lot of these boxes are actually just like old papers. So it's like old credit card statements, or like I'm an actor, like plays that I did, or or even just like like paper, okay. paper? like I'm trying to even think have, of okay so do you have a friend with a fire pit <laughs> go and um, I'm burn, sure burn baby burn fire burn it all okay okay and, and Are there every, questions? every ember that goes up into the universe ask it to come back 10,000 fold with money attached okay awesome <laughs> $10,000 box, baby. <laughs> okay. Right. Have an awesome day. Okay, we'll talk soon. You too. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye. Okay, that was fun. Okay, we have uh, the beautiful Clarissa, who's calling in from the Netherlands. <laughs> Hello, Clarissa. Are you still there? I am still there. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Okay, well, what's your question today? Um, well, uh, I saw the topic, and actually I'm the opposite of a hoarder. Um, I have a second floor in the place I rent and live in, and, uh, it's, and um, I don't use it. It's not, uh, it's not furnished or anything. It's really empty. Like, there's a lot of space, a lot of space. There are three, three rooms, sleeping rooms. And yeah, so this ha- this has been for quite a while. Uh, I've been listening to your show for a couple of weeks, and uh, well, I guess now is the time to come in and to get some more clarity about uh, what I can do to change this. 
cool. Okay, so a couple of things, Clarissa. If you're listening through your computer, it creates yeah. an echo. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so it just it shows up on the on the recording here as an echo. I can hear if me talking through your computer. Okay. I, if I use headphones, will that help? Please. Or yes. Oh well, one second. <laughs> yes, is this better? Hundred percent. Thank you. Oh, okay. Nice. So, Clarissa, what is it that you desire in your life going forward? To create my life. Okay. And what is that? What is that? Um, to do more stuff that is really fun for me. Okay. Until and now, so what, is, yeah. what is that? What is what is fun for you? Um, I love to dance. I teach uh, Nia dance classes uh, once a week. Um, so okay, I, so did you hear me earlier say dance studio? No. Okay, so when you re-listen to this, the, the space, I was, uh, it's, it's really cool. People okay. often think that they, they are the ones that find me and... I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge all my listeners. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm giving you a wedgie, guys. That yeah. actually, mm -hmm. it's not you that finds me. It's your spaces that tap on your shoulder to say, "I want mm -hmm. you to tune in and listen to Lisa or connect with Lisa through Facebook." And so your space, it was interesting. I couldn't imagine it small. I had this visual that it was a really yeah. large room. Does it have beautiful windows? It's it's a very light a very light apartment. It has quite a lot of windows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, do you go outside of your space to do your dancing? Yes, I I rent a really I rent a, a dance room with a special flooring and a whole wall with uh, mirrors. Yes, and okay. a nice uh, inst music installation. Yeah. So, what can you create in that space that's an extension of your dance? Um, and yeah, anything that doesn't allow you to play with the mm. energy of music and dancing within that space, oh, would you be willing to let that go? Yes. Cool. Awesome. So there's it. It has a. It, it does. It has music and dance and space and and so is this a, ho a house or an apartment? Um, it's a two floor apartment, and actually okay. it's. It feels like a house on the and maybe and probably it's good to also mention that on the bottom floor there lives another she's an older woman we share the same door to get uh we share the same front door then she has her own door to get into her apartment and i walk up the stairs to go to my apartment cool and does she love music and dance yeah i think she does so have you ever done dancing for seniors? No. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, that's just funny. talking. Would, would, would that be something that would play? You see, when we think outside the box, it's, it's yeah. like everywhere you have determined the clientele that you have to work with, what if yeah. this space that you have can be a gentler 
creation of dance and movement with bodies within that space. It just yeah. seems like it's 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 asking for something gentle to be played played with within yeah. that space. And yeah. what if that's the energy of her inviting her to contribute to what that would be oh, for wow. her yeah. and and her okay. friends and I, that's what yeah. it's it's. So I I tap into the energy of the space and the space is mm-hmm. talking to me. And it just okay. has this really magical, light, soft energy, and that's mm-hmm. what that's what pops for me. Okay, <laughs> I, cool. I, I yeah, yeah. Because so the funny thing, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm just like I let me know how that goes, because that to me is just magical, and and yeah. Okay, and and what also pops for me is that. Uh, uh, I've been an access facilitator, bar facilitator, and body facilitator on and off, and now at the moment I'm not. And when I moved in here, I had this vision of also having um, my practice upstairs, and I haven't created it yet. And when so you talk what about if, what if, okay, yeah. so we're going to yeah. run out of time here a bit, but I, what I oh, would okay. like to say is. There, there, you had already concluded what the space should have been, and when it didn't yeah. show up the way you anticipated, you made it wrong. And so I'm going to mm. encourage you now to be in communion and co-create with what the space is actually asking for. And what if once from the the work of playing with so things, if we invite the energy of music and dance. What if mm-hmm. that is actually creating future clientele in another direction for your body business? Uh-huh. So it's it's having an open house, having having people into your space, playing the music, having something that you create with seniors and their bodies, and then seeing what 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 we can create going forward with that space that would contribute to those bodies, whether it was working on a table, uh, having one day a week that you gift um, a half-hour session to all the seniors that have come to your classes. I mean, there's a million different ways of playing with it so that you're Mm -hmm. now co-creating with the energy of your space and it has this lovely softness. Uh, So everyone that has concluded what their spaces should be would you all be willing to look at how spaces can actually be more than one thing? And and when we can get out of the conclusion that the dining room is only the dining room, the office is only the office. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have to let you go, Clarissa, because I've got to wrap the show up. Yeah. Uh, I look forward. I'm going to Paris um, for those listeners that are, are looking for where to find me in the world. I'm going to Paris at the end of the month. I'd love you to come, Clarissa. If, if uh, I know you're, you're going yeah, there. Come and play. It'll be fun. And, and there's, so much, yeah. there's so much more to play with. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Uh, Got to go. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make.